Technical issues on the birthday, absolutely no way at all. The only reason that we might be starting well, two minutes late is because some people, some animals, some thugs have stormed threshold. <laughs> <laughs> They've got placards. They've got lobster hats. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, your mum's a jump-up DJ. There's a hammer and sickle, but with a USB 3 logo going through it. <laughs> this is a pretty <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, let's see them lobsters. Um, chubby waitress right now. Oh, God. Oh, this is uh, this uh, free. No, <laughs> no. bam, bam. I mean, is this to free them, or are you giving them away for free? I hope so. Yeah, free to a good home. Free, yeah. Buy a collect. Christ on a bike. Um, there's another microphone um for you, for you there. Squiff's right. in the house, everybody. Oi, oi. Um, and st- please state your names and uh, what your business. State name and business, please. Uh, Benich here for uh, cheeky uh, bit of. Uh, storming on a Tuesday morning. Yep. Uh, good, my good. Name is Nick Brock, and I. Oh, God. Like, just what is even the point of me? What, what, what is the point of you? <laughs> Jesus, well, that's that's a sorry state of affairs. That's yeah. nihilism. Yeah. Straight up. Wow, that's uh, that's someone who's been listening to too much Greta, I think. <laughs> oh, too much coffee and memes. Yes, almost certainly. <laughs> Guys, one year on, we are still here. I still have enough sanity held together in order to actually turn on the cameras every morning. Uh, look, we can get a third uh, camera in, which... Um, not quite sure. So there's a sort of roving camera. Shaky cam. Woo! Look, you can do sort of Wayne's World style, like extreme close-up. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Crazy! <laughs> that is what people pay the Patreon money for, quite honestly. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, one year on. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Oh, Jesus, someone's going to have to go upstairs oh, and let Hayley in. Hayley <laughs> is in the chat. Please let me in. She's out there getting the cake. Oh, oh no, this is chaos. <laughs> this is I fucking love it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, as I said, please, uh, that, that dynamic microphone, honk it like a stepdad's Johnson. Just oh. go on. Yeah, give it a little, little well. Let's not pretend I don't know how to do this. Yeah, you go. See, now we're, now we're in we business. Go. Oh, baby Jesus. Um, also, there's um, rumours that we have another two lobsters on their way. Squidge and Dee have driven down from God even knows where no and room. are now looking for somewhere to park. There is no room. The tit sweat, I feel, is going to be at an all-time high. Yeah, definitely. They're going to have to sit on the floor or something. Yeah, definitely. They can just wait outside. Look, Wesley has got a birthday hat on. He's looking fit AF. Um, cheers for that, Squiff. He looks... It's a lot smarter than I do. I'm I thought I'd go for gold because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hayley's been on the case with uh, cocktails and cake this morning, so there will be Buckfast coming round. 
Um, it's going to be. <laughs> I can't get over chubby waitress rights now. Also, <laughs> it's like you've gone for all running gags, but that one only started yesterday. I mean, it's, well, it's now become a running gag, I guess. Yeah, it started. You mean to go on? Yeah. So, uh, anyone who missed that, me and Jim of Ranking Radio fame were out for his birthday on Saturday, and we were in a restaurant, and we were asked to leave the restaurant, and we still don't know why. Uh, but the chubby waitress threw us out. God bless her. Is it going to haunt you? I, don't, I just want to know why. I just like I, I'm. Look, I know there would have been a reason and a good oh, reason at that. Like, I'm not questioning. <laughs> I'm not questioning the legitimacy of the, you know, the ejection. I just want to know what it was that tipped it over the edge. <sighs> Could have been. Could everything. be a number of things. The food was delicious. Huh? Is there a, lost, a list of possibilities? Uh, well, we were being very loud. That's a good place That's to start, one. I guess. Uh, there was almost certainly some crudeness. I mean, we were... <laughs> it's such the bloke earlier. at the next table going, yeah, my son's crying now, thanks. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very possible. We were, we were at the pub at, at lunch and there was a, a very sweet uh, old couple next to us. They were probably in their late 60s, maybe early 70s, just having a quiet drink on a Saturday sunny afternoon in Brighton. And Jim sat across from me complaining about the estate agent who's trying to buy a house off. And he's going, going, I will literally fill the geezer's arse full of cum. I will fill his... (laughs) I I will blow my beans into his arsehole. I fucking hate this guy. I think that's probably why you got kicked out. (laughs) I've never bought a house. No, that's part of the process. Yeah, that's part of the process. I thought in buying a house, the estate agent shafts you. Uh, Yes, yes. Come on, guys. Come (laughs) on. Where's the... uh, Where's where's the... Go on. <laughs> um, look, there's all manner of Christ nonsense in here today. Look, we've got lots of people. Ah, oh, cheers, cheers, Wodge. Uh, Wodge, one of the one of just two people that added uh, on added us on Skype. Uh, so thanks for that, Wodge, uh, and Stranger as well. Uh, he says, "What can possibly go wrong?" And yeah, I, who knows? I mean, look, if you want to add us, add me on Skype. Will at threshold fm. Um, and we'll just see, we'll just give that a try later. You know, we're here all morning. We'll wait to, wait till the bucky kicks in. <laughs> and uh, we'll go from there. Huh? Bucky? Bucky? Way. Bucky inbound. Inbound, Bucky. Oh, no. Woo. Oh, dear. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Yeah, that looks good. Lord of mercy. Oh, this is wild. Um, Yeah, well, cheers to Wesley. Love us. That's fine, but I mean, it's Buckfast is not strong, especially. I've never tried it before. You've never tried it before? No, first time for me. I see why people. It's very much. See why people are keen. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. kind of. Now we're we're getting them. Yeah, D's uh, Mm -hmm. D's on, on Skype. Tom Hall, he's there. Let's, yeah. just, let's just get Dee on the horse. If, are there any... You guys haven't got headphones with you or anything, have you? Or ask yeah. the, uh, the, the Trickstar boys in the next room if they can avail us of some headphones. Let's just get Dee on the horn now, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, where is that guy? Woo! Uh, D! Double drop the D! Why is it like that? Where are you? So, you got no video on. No, no video, just audio, baby boy. Oh, there they are. I wonder if that would. Uh, let's uh, let's give it a little try. See whether or not we can get it up on. Uh, 
Um, where's Skype? Oh, Squidge doing it right, I see. Yeah, there they are. Nice. Squidge is on the uh, on the fucking Cronenbergs already. Where are you? Uh, we're about a mile away. Right, okay, yeah. Park in the Churchill Square car park. That's your best bet. All right, all right, I'll get, I'll get up on a, the twat now in a minute. Hot yeah. parking tips. Yeah. <laughs> Hot parking tips on Threshold.fm. <laughs> That's right. what we all came for. Yeah, right, okay, we'll see, see you clans in a bit. Nice one. Right, see you shortly. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, this is yeah, this is this is this is working. I'm 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 impressed with the technology. Um yeah, that's brilliant. Uh let's uh let's find out what's going on in uh, in the news. Oh cheers Beldo, cheers Dimmy, cheers watch you fine fucking lobsters. Yeah. Um right, that's just nonsense, isn't it? Uh we've got this looks interesting. Woman <laughs> bites camel's testicles in bizarre truck stop showdown. Yeah. Damn, okay, yep, that seems interesting. Keen to get into that. Got some good smoking gun news. There's a lot about that sentence that's just... Triggering? Not triggering, just... Confusing? You know when you have an algorithm that just like throws words together and makes up headlines, it, it doesn't yeah. seem real. It's not dissimilar the from New my... The Post, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, it's not dissimilar from my Your Mum Insult Generator. Yeah. That just throws random you strings You mean I didn't together. do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, this is my new New York Post article <laughs> generator. I, might, I could make a Vice... Oh, there's been a Vice headline generator, I think. There was, there was what is it? I saw the thing they throw a dildo at a yeah, whiteboard. That's, that's pretty much yeah. <laughs> um, what else have we got? Ketamine. Teenager charged. <laughs> Teenager charged for domestic tomato assault. Did she assault the tomato, or is she assaulting people with tomatoes? Florida woman, of course. Uh, a Florida woman who wanted to eat more than her fair share of tomatoes at the dinner table is facing criminal charges for allegedly assaulting elderly relatives who thwarted a grubby vegetable gambit. Record show. God, God, the smoking gun is such a class act compared to the Metro and Lab Bible. <laughs> Come on, thwarted her grubby vegetable gambit. You would not get that from fucking Jasper Hamill, would you? He couldn't even spell it. No, it's close. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Katie Jade Gates, 19, allegedly became incensed um, when... Hold on, let me get the uh, get it up on a thing. We just had a sort of blank Skype uh, thing now. That's not, no, no one's friend, is it? There she is. She looks too nice to be assaulting el the elderly with uh, tomatoes, doesn't she? She? Looks like she absolutely loves tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, unless she's got herself a special tomato outfit and everything. Rose a set of cheeks and everything. Yeah, yeah God bless her. Aww. She's got an arrested dressed as a tomato. Yeah, I mean, or I don't know. Maybe she's vegan and maybe it's driven her mad, and <laughs> it could be uh, that. Could be why. J Katie J. That could be the next Hitler. Could be. Could Very be. Smart. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Allegedly became incensed when she was denied additional tomatoes. Uh, during supper on uh, September the 12th. She needs that. Um, it was a, a Japanese guy that invented a robot that rides on your shoulders and, and feeds, feeds you tomatoes <laughs> as you run. That's what she needs. Finally. Tai 20! <laughs> Jesus, it's going to be fucking anarchy today. Uh, Gates' grandmother told police that the teenager began to throw a fit because she couldn't have more tomatoes at the dinner table. Gates allegedly threw a bottle of water at her grandfather and a pack of cigs, her 73-year-old female relative, who was struck in the eye by the airborne tobacco. 
Well, okay, Florida, no. where tobacco yeah. is cheap and tomatoes are a fight-worthy commodity. Yep. All right. That's how it goes. I'm, yep. I'm going back. Uh, when confronted about her behaviour by her grandmother, Gates allegedly grabbed a knife and began threatening him with it. Um, Motherfucker, I'll stab you in your fucking face, she said, according to the Nassau County Sheriff's Office. This bitch is gangster. Jesus, she loves tomatoes. Wow. <laughs> Um, Gates, uh, witnesses told cops, chased her grandfather with a knife and poked the weapon at his face. Uh, During police questioning, Gates reportedly admitted hitting her relative in the face with the SIG packet. She also acknowledged picking up a knife and approaching her grandfather, but denied attempting to strike him with the knife uh, in her hand during the argument. Gates was arrested and charged with two felonies. Now, she's done. Uh, She is done. How old is she? 19. So She'll be tried as an adult. I guess so. Or is that, do you have to be 21 for that? No, 19 do it. Especially in Florida as well. You can probably get married at 11 in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. About 21 before you start drinking. How yes. does that work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gates uh, was arrested. Yeah, two felonies. Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated battery on a victim of age 65. Which is out on a bond of 18,000. Wow. Well, 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 well. That's a nice one to get started with today. <laughs> Christ, what, what other madness have we got? All the because of tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, you got to watch out. They, you know, Do they're the technically a fruit. Have crack in them. Yeah, well, I, I don't get it. Yeah, they're they're meth-based tomatoes. They're full of Tide pods. I mean, that, oh, yeah. that bond alone can buy like, a couple of tomatoes at least. Yeah. You would think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can start a, a, tom- a tomato business. Yeah, I'm, I'm off to start a tomato farm in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so how you get all your 19-year-olds. <laughs> they are she, crazy. She was pleased as punch. Look at her. But you know the crazy yeah, ones are the best in bed. Threatened to stab you in the face while yeah. she does it. Yes, yeah, so you like. Can we can we have yeah, sex that doesn't involve putting tomatoes, tomatoes in my bum, please, <laughs> darling? Yeah, exactly. What are you yeah. Uh, model opens up about her worst ever Tinder dates, including a man who killed her dog. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. That's rough, man. That's, that's a rough date for for all concerned. I think Jody Weston, who has appeared on Channel 5's Rich Kids Go Skint, has decided to give up on online dating and going back to meeting real people people in real life after three horrendous Tinder dates. Oh dear. Um, well, yeah. There she, there she goes. Uh, Tinder can be. No preamble, please. Um, okay. Uh, even though she'd used the popular app for two weeks, the 26-year-old had far more than their fair share of awful dates, including a man who claimed, who claims, bought her a pet chihuahua and then actually. Oh, he bought the dog with him, and then killed it. What as a sort of sacrifice, like Zuckerberg with no, the goat he- and the laser beam. Bought it for her yeah. for the day, and what did he sit on it or something? Chihuahuas, they're like rat size, aren't they? Yeah, you can sit on it. It's easily no done. Yeah. Um, uh, she's been put off the app for good after going on three horrendous dates, such as Mr. Wright. Uh, the, date, the first date saw a guy uh, meet her at a bar in London, uh, which, end, which ended when he fell off his chair. Hey, that can happen to anyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That happened today. She sounds pretty. Pretty picky to me. Yeah. She said, My date spent the entire time leaning as forward in his chair as humanly possible until he practically had his face buried in my cleavage. I was about to make my excuses and tell him I had to leave when he leaned forward too far in his chair and fell off onto the floor. Uh, probably didn't happen. I think I think that's probably a lie. Seems unlikely, doesn't Hang it? Hang on, she looks familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you get that scar on your head. <laughs> Uh, for her second hope, uh, meeting the one, Jody arranged to meet a guy at the cinema uh, where they planned on watching the latest movie in a horror franchise, Purge. Yeah, great date movie. Great stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Clinton, let's take you home and purge your virginity. Uh, but just as they were about to walk into the screen, she heard a woman screaming. Jodie Hughes appeared on Channel 5's Rich Kids Go Skint, and BBC's Eating With My Ex said, A guy who worked in the city took me to the cinema to watch The Purge, and as we were about to go in, heard a woman screaming. I turned around and saw a woman making a beeline for us. All I could see was her pointing and shouting with a sparkly ring on. I don't believe this happened either. I had no clue that he was married. Uh, I just got my popcorn and ice blast, ready to see the film, and was caught in the foyer between a cheating husband and his raging wife. I told them, good luck, and made for a quick exit. She's strange looking. The shape of her head so, is a bit sort of brain of Pinky and the Brain fame, isn't it? She's been in two shows about rich kids going skin. Mm-hmm. I think this is just another publicity thing, really. Do you reckon? Do you think <laughs> you've uncovered the conspiracy? All right, sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she uh, look a bit like one of those women from Mars Attacks? Yeah, yeah, oh, just yeah, like that. Yeah. A, a little bit sex dolly as well. Like a face could easily be latex. Um, she said the man turned. Oh, uh, however, the third was her worst dating experience yet. She said the man turned up in her flat in Canary Wharf, London, with a chihuahua as a gift. Uh, Jody claimed his face totally screwed up, and he looked like the devil had taken over his soul. When she turned down the gift and he stormed out with the puppy. Model Jodie said uh, she thought she would never see him again, so I was shocked to find him sitting outside her flat days later. Jodie said I kept in touch with him after the date, not because I wanted to continue dating him, but I was concerned for the dog's welfare. He continued trying to see me, but I told him I was going back to Derbyshire for a few days to see my family as an excuse. The morning I was due to go away, I went downstairs to get my mum's car, and who did I see waiting outside the entrance to my building? Uh, she said that a Tinder date. Then tagged along and spent a few days in the Midlands with her family. Awkward asking, awkwardly asking her stepdad to adopt him. Seems very unlikely. Getting back to London for her, from her disastrous trip, she revealed when we got back to London, I tried to have as minimal contact as possible. Uh, but a couple of weeks later, I found out that the dog had died, likely because he was feeding him a diet of Twiglets and Rubicon. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Things took a bizarre turn when Jodie's Tinder guy wouldn't take no for an answer. She claimed after the chihuahua died, I tried to fully cut things off, but he wouldn't take no for an answer. One day I came home and the concierge of, bil of, of building called me to show that he'd sent a massive teddy bear, the biggest you've ever seen. That's with the dog's carcass inside it. Yeah, with the blood of a chihuahua smeared all over its face. Around an hour later, he started frantically texting me, asking if I'd got the gift and that he was coming over. I told him that I was going to ban him from the building. Well, that fucking works, doesn't it? Trying to ban people from buildings. They just storm in with placards. It's a disgrace. Um, he came in anyway and told me that if I didn't take him back, he'd call the police and get his teddy... Uh, to get, he'd call the police to get his teddy bear back. In the end, he was escorted off the premises minus the teddy bear, which I still have. Right, so you take, take the gifts, yeah? Right? Yeah, and, Unbelievable. And pose next to the teddy bear as well. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get rid of a guy who's... In a sexy outfit. Shit, yeah. You don't sex yourself up and then take a photo in front of the bear like that do you kind of victim blaming buddy there <laughs> kind of <laughs> dragging the bear into it the part time DJ oh see there's your problem isn't it uh, said she also dated a guy who forced her to pay a 200 pound barbell on Oxford Circus when his car was, card was declined forced what like threatened her fucking pay it she said that she was even dumped by an ex who left her on holiday which led to her led to her to drinking whiskey in the hotel bar by herself. There's a unifying factor in all these 
men who seem to be slightly unhinged. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. uh I think would you has she got crazy eyes, would you say? She's got dead eyes. Ooh. God damn. Wow, this goes on. Who's this? Is that Cy Twinney? No. <laughs> Sarah Carter. Twinney! You out there? He's not. Well, tell him he looks like Aaron Carter, and Aaron Carter is having a rough time these days. Aaron Carter tweets Jeez. that he was raped by his older sister? Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, he, he looks a bit like Machine Gun Kelly. Who looks a bit like Eminem? It's all very confusing. I don't know what's going on. Christ on a bike. Look, let's um, let's cut to some shoe throwers. Christ. Pilot cleanser. Yeah, you know, seriously. Um, I've got Doomsday by State of Mind off their album. It's a nice mm. bit of gear. Just, just just go with it for a minute. Should we all of us go in and storm Trickstar after this? Be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see if we can get see if we can get their DAB taken away. <laughs> So again, the flat earthers are going to arrive in about half an hour. Yeah, well, they're, they're, it's exclusively flat earth uh, staff now. They've uh, they've fired anyone that any of the other globe heads that work there, any of the round earth shills. They're all gone now. Twenty twenty had them all up against the wall. It was <laughs> shot. Yeah, <laughs> they're all buried underneath. <laughs>
state of mind. Doomsday. Sure. Now we're in business. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow. oh, yes. Haley, what's in these bad boys? All right, grab, give Haley the microphone. So, we've got Buckfast, Ovs. 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 Malibu. Passion fruit juice. Lovely. Um, lime. And then I topped it up with a little bit of passion fruit Rubicon as well. That, that kills dogs, apparently. Because <laughs> we've just found out that'll kill a chihuahua. Have you got any twiglets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, well, let's get let's get into this action. I'm excited. I'm in a coconut as well. Yeah, fucking loving life. What do you want your phone for, Squiff? We're doing an important radio show. I'm not. It's the air horn thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> Because the oh, drink's wow. so good. <laughs> Damn, this is great. Mm. It's in a chilled mm. glass as well. Yeah. Like, Hayley doesn't fuck about. Yeah, serious. Mm. Oh! Shout out Lucky Pineapple Bar each and every time. Paper Follow them on the gram. Yeah, man, big up. Lord of mercy. Dimmy's on Skype. Let's call Dimmy to see what happens. <laughs> oh. What does that mean? Does that mean she's engaged? Connecting. Hey. Yeah. Hello. Jimmy! Hello. Let me see if I can make the video work. Hold on, look, we got no, it. No, no, it's working. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's going on? I'm so confused. But why is he ringing again? Oh, yeah, no, turn the, turn the stream off. This is only ever going to go really well. <laughs> I'm just so confused. It's working though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Turn turn the radio that stream off. Really, I've done really that. I've done that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Demi, everybody of Dogs on Acid fame. Hey. Demi. There she goes. Um, moderating the living daylights out of Dogs on Acid since pretty much day one, am I right? Wielding the banhammer since 2005, yeah. Yeah, OG banhammer wielder. Wow. <laughs> what, what an absolute terror. Um, what... <laughs> What's been your um, most ridiculous moment on Dogs on Acid over the years? Do you have any oh, favourite point, favourite bits? Um, I did get a DM from someone uh, with his gentleman's region with my name written on his gentleman's region, erect. Wow! <laughs> that was quite special. He wanted to get an avatar. I mean, the lengths that some people will go to, right? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a big thing, though, right? Getting it an was. avatar. It was, yeah. See, it authenticated you as like you know a real like seen person to yeah. have an avatar. Christ, yeah, I'd certainly never had one. Oh, uh, sorry about that. Gutted, yeah. <laughs> um, Not what to do? Yeah, whatever became didn't of do the right thing. Whatever became of Euphos? So obviously, the Slovenian is incredibly famous. Um, he was around until oh god, a couple of years ago, I think now. And um, he just either forgot to take his medication one too many times and, and basically, I don't know, you know, number 553 of his personalities uh, took over uh, and we decided it was one too many personalities. So we got rid of him. Right. 
uh, he was a bit of a handful. Yeah, could could you give a sort of too long didn't read backstory of uh, of Euphos? It's quite a long story, but uh... it's a, yeah, it's such a massive story. Like, um, I don't even know where to begin to be honest. But it culminated for me when he uh, he basically stalked me on the internet and then found my uh, Facebook, harassed me on there to unban him. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, because he had my email address, because he'd tried to email me to get unbanned, he then harassed me on on G- Google Talk thing as well. Cool, good, yeah. Uh, so I eventually ended up having to ban him across all social media just so that he wouldn't send me, like, abusive messages going, you're a fucking bitch, etc. Why won't you unban me? Uh, it was pretty relentless at the end. Yeah, he. so from what I remember of his story, he believed that... He'd lost a large portion of his memory, and he had been yes. rollerblading, and yeah, there was and some. He, sh- yeah, he had some like thing, wasn't it? He had a video. VG Roots. Yeah, I've forgotten the name of it now. And he was like, he's a massive Dido fan, so he was like. Yeah, <laughs> so, but, but he believed that the, the the CIA or someone were involved, and that there oh, were a God, load honestly. of like helicopters and people in black suits and stuff, and they were after him. And that the, the basically the key to it all was locked up in this rollerblading video called VG Roots something That's it, or VG other. VG Roots, yeah. Do you know what? I've kind of blocked a lot of this from my brain because <laughs> it's such a massive fuck show of nightmares. Uh, but you know, bless you, Foss. Yes, um, bless him. God bless him. I get. I think, in a yeah, way, I hope he's all right. You know, it's only the internet. I'm sure he's living out his best life in Slovenia, yeah, you know, Slovakia, wherever he, it is that he actually lives. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Well, good times, but we can't forget all the enjoyment that we experienced with uh, Clayton yeah. on the LA either. That was that was wow. some good times. Yeah, what did he used to get up to? Well, he would a lot of. I mean, he oh was... no, he used to he used to send lots of messages to me asking me to remove things that people had said about Renegade Hardware. Yes. Oh, they had said that my brand is shit or the rave was balls. You've got to remove it because it makes me look bad. No, Clayton, I don't have to do shit for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, bless yeah. him. I, yeah, he wasn't very happy with me. <laughs> no, it looks like he's been through the meat grinder a little bit over the last couple oh, again, of weeks yeah, as well. Yeah. Surprised you weren't yeah. in his book, to be fair. Yeah, were you not not getting slagged off in uh, in Renegade? Um, <laughs> no. We have it here. This is the. Uh, it's um. I, I don't know if I got slagged off personally, but I know that DOA did. Uh, yes, it did. I wonder. Uh, is there an index? Yeah. Well, uh, uh, no. What? I couldn't read the, the oh, whole thing. I probably failed is... out at about page fourteen because it's literally like the worst writing on the face of the planet. It's got um, it's got an appendix which is effective. Well, it, what it is in fact is a glossary of terms, um, explaining Clayton's language. Oh um, really? Wait, hold out again. Yeah. Um. So. Right up on the screen. So I'll read you out a few choice choice ones here. Uh, Babylon slash feds, that means the police. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, okay. Bandulu means to steal. Oh. Uh, boat race slash boat, that means face. Okay. Uh, right. Brass is a prostitute. Uh, oh. Butters, a girl with a hot body and an ugly face. Cats, oh. cats, that means crackheads. Cockney wide boy, uh, that means a wheeler and dealer, market trader, Jack the lad type, a slick talker quick on his wits. This sounds like like baseman bars. Does he just it? want to be like some sort of East End gangster? Is that what he was trying for? Cause... I guess so. Yeah, because apparently, I guess he's Cockney now. Um, Righto. Yeah. Yeah, Koch. 
to rest or stay somewhere to prop something up. Um, drumming, that means robbing someone's house. Uh, fussy nothing hole. About, in, nothing about internet dickheads on there then. Uh, waste man. Uh, insult. Oh, right, Some, someone who does nothing with their life or nothing much. <laughs> um, uh, a, a dimmy. Some bitch that won't give me an avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, there's a bit of, bit of wedge to it there. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel lucky to have been one of the ones to actually receive their copy. Yeah. I feel blessed in a way for that. It was touch and go for a minute there, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I was getting quite triggered. Read, though. Oh, uh, I, I did two receive, chapters. like, you know, an internet dodgy copy it's quite really early on in the piece. <laughs> He's got a lot I, just, I just couldn't say, read it. Really. Yeah, the bit about uh, Fierce is, um, <laughs> is my favourite. Where do I start about this drunken waste man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bless him. Uh, his, oh, he, good he, times. Cabby as well. He really hates. He really, really hates Cabby. Who doesn't he hate? That's good. Yeah, I mean that would be easier, wouldn't it, to see who who was not on the list? Bailey hates Bailey. Hates Friction. Hates Bookham. Hates Goldie. Hates. Uh, I can kind D- of understand most of those, to be honest with you, because Brocky. each of them have their own little idiosyncrasies of what makes Tony them Coleman. Yeah. who they are. I guess so. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, the bit on Fierce it really does go on though. Script, uh, Dillinger, um, they're all in there. Mickey Finn, oh, uh, maybe fab, I do need to fabric the club. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cabby, um, Cabby is the stereotypical fuck boy. Dude has been in the scene for ages and has never amounted to anything. He got his name as he used to drive a few DJs around. I think he is one of those dudes who thinks because he knows a few people, his position in the scene would be concrete. Purely on that fact, he was an errand boy. One of the most throwaway artists of his era. <laughs> Fucking Glorious. Hell. Scathing. Right, yeah. I mean, that, that's writing, isn't it? Yeah, what a, what a, yeah, a few, few zingers in there. Bloody hell. Uh, right, Demi, I'll let you get on. We're going to uh, get back into the news. Rock and roll, baby. Good, good lobbying. Thank you for your, thank, you, thank you for your service. Thank you, thank Pleasure. you for your continued service in the drum and bass industrial complex. Oh, many thanks. Yeah, no, our <laughs> pleasure. Right, take it easy. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Right, um, God bless Clayton. In a way, I guess is Do that you right? Think right thing to like say. Like the Suge Knight of drum and bass. I think he would like to think that. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. It's not. <laughs> I think I. You know, the thing that's been going on on Instagram Across between that and Alan Partridge. <laughs> Say it's, there's a lot of similarities between that book and the book that Alan Partridge wrote, right? Yeah, of a just lot. Just listing all the people that have wronged him over the years. Yeah, and every chapter finishes with, needless to say, I had the last laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think this whole thing on Instagram is just uh, a marketing ploy for a relo- for another last ever hardware. <laughs> Renegade hardware appendix. Yeah, the appendix. <laughs> it's just him doing a TED talk. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Oh, well, that's no. the dream, isn't it? Yeah, or in a park shouting at pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> him at a bus stop, just do it, just like, right, where's well, my TED talk, you waste man. <laughs> right, okay, let's get into some crucial freaking news. Excellent. Woman bites camel's testicles in bizarre truck stop showdown. Showdown. Wow, okay. Yeah, um, a Louisiana truck stop turned into a real zoo when a woman chomped down on a camel's testicle while trying to retrieve her dog that had scrambled into a, a Dome Dairy's den. Can, can I, I feel like I should point out 
camels and dromedaries different things at this point. Oh, dromedary. Yeah, who wrote this? I mean, honestly, it's like well, Clayton. <laughs> yeah, probably maybe. Uh, according to a new report, the showdown between the woman who wasn't identified and Casper the camel. Well, I mean, it, it, I'm going to say that the you know you got the alliteration of the name there. Just saying, you know. Yeah, this is this is what they how they rock rock shit in Louisiana. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um Casper the Camel, a roadside attraction happened Thursday at a truck stop in Grosse Tete. Uh about twenty minutes outside Baton Rouge. Yeah. Okay. Um the woman's husband was tossing treats to their dog under Casper's fence, prompting the pup to crawl inside the encounter. The um uh, Herberville okay. Parish Sheriff's Office told the advocate on Sunday the couple followed after the dog but the woman didn't get very far before Casper took a seat on top of her crushing her uh, yeah that that is that is camel behaviour that's what they do I like to do it to other camels kids just sit on it until it dies really yeah it's quite it's quite grim wow um, uh, so she bit down on his genitals to free herself police told uh, she told police. She said, I bit his balls to get him off me. I bit his testicles to get him off me. Okay. Not her first time, I'm thinking. No, that was the go-to move. Uh, Iberville Parish Deputy Louise uh, Hamilton Jr. told the paper. Uh, an investigation revealed that the couple had provoked Casper before he sat on the intruder. The camel did nothing wrong. <laughs> 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 this is once as, again at the <laughs> forefront of social justice. Yeah. <laughs> it's that Sargon done a video about him. The camel did nothing wrong. Um, the, ca- <laughs> the camel was uh, the couple was aggressive. The camel uh, was just doing its normal routine. Uh, male dromedaries can weigh up to one thousand three hundred twenty pounds. Big boy. According to the San Diego Zoo, employees at the truck stop did not face any charges because the camel was enclosed and the signs warning the public to stay out were posted every 10 feet, the deputy added. The camel has never been aggressive. The camel has never gotten out, never caused any issues. The camel is an upstanding member of the community. The camel has done much charity work. The camel has never been on the Lolita Express to Jeffrey Epstein's island. (laughs) The camel denies any knowledge of parties at Jeffrey Epstein's. Uh, in fact, the husband and wife started before that. Uh, we've been here before, and we haven't had any. Pr- st- oh, the husband and wife stated before that that they've been there before and not had any problems. Okay, so them and the camel were on good terms, and then obviously, you know, throw the dog into the mix. And then they watch a bit sideways. Of- yeah, they watch the end of Borat. Uh, what happens at the end of Borat? It's basically the same thing, but instead of a camel, it's a large bloke. Right. Yes, of course. Um, the couple was cited uh, with a leash law violation for letting the dog run free on private property as well as criminal trespassing. Well, that's assault on a camel. Uh, my only question to her husband was, why did you throw the doggy treats under the fence? Uh, Hamilton recalled, he just said he wasn't thinking. Right, okay. Typical. Right, fine. Truck stop manager Pamela Bossier said uh, the pair should have asked for help from the employees instead of crawling under the barbed wire fence to retrieve their pup. What about when the woman was under the camel? What should she have done? What's the protocol? I mean, the bite in the testicle clearly worked, right? I don't know. Uh, it's no wonder that Casper got upset, Bozier said, uh, claiming the man shoved the camel and swatted down with his hat uh, when he got into the pen. Any animal you provoke, they're going to strike back. Uh, Bozier told the paper, it's instinct. He's really a gentle giant. He's never been on Epstein's Island. <laughs> For the past 30 years, the truck stop has kept various animals in enclosures, including a tiger, drawing the ire of local animal rights groups. 
Uh, there haven't been any previous issues with any of the animals, Bossier said. Right, well, okay, I think that's vital information about what to do if a camel ever sits on you. Nosh it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just suck the geezer off. Just get the job done. Come on, grit your teeth and think of England. Right, who's calling? D. D's on the phone. D, they're outside. Jesus, they've got placards as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're at the door. They are. Oh, <laughs> uh, Hayley, can you let, can you let the, them in the door? This is uh, right. Hold on, let me get these uh, up on up on the screen. This is a. Oh. Uh, there they are. Yeah, bang on the door like bang on the door like maniacs. Keep filming as you go down the stairs. Although I think they'll get cut off. There's no signal down, down here. Oh, they're in! They've breached the security! <laughs> oh, no! Oh, God. Here we go. We're now in big trouble. <laughs> yeah. See, it's frozen. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 hang up on these fools. There is a poor network connection. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Well... Hey! Uh. hey. <laughs> oh shit! There they are. All right, let's just get them on. Right. Well, there we go. Jesus, what does it say? Free snips. They're <laughs> locked up for what? <laughs> oh my days. Uh, D is in the house. Is it a double drop, uh, bricks don't roll with, uh, with Tor? Yeah. Where's Squidge? What's he doing out there? He's um, preparing the feast. Oh! There you go. Oh, my days. Happy first birthday. <laughs> it's an emoji cake. <laughs> Genius. Woo! Thanks, guys. Uh -huh. And it took us five hours to get here, only. Yep. Five hours? Bloody hell, that's dedication to storming, yeah, a, wow. storming a radio station. Yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's probably a better angle, isn't it? There you go, for now. Can you do the... I don't know how you do the picture in... Oh, it's all confusing. I don't understand. Hey, look at this. We should, uh, Wesley should blow it, try and blow it out, really, I guess. <laughs> Way! Hold on, Wes. Look, he's trying, he's trying to get into it. There's little claws in there. Disgraceful. Absolute disgrace. Right. Everyone, everyone got a drink? Lord of mercy. Cheers. Jesus, Squidge's got his kit off already. You weren't joking about the beam sweat. It's really warm uh, in here, isn't it? Tit sweat is least of my worries right now. <laughs> yeah, God, it's... Um, it's pretty keen, isn't it? It's pretty keen. There's uh, so question about that. How's everyone doing in the live chat? What's going on in there? Uh, people claiming it's a pre-record. Rises at the door. Takeshi69 has confirmed that all of these shows are a pre-record. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, chosen. Oh, cheers, Chose. You're a champion. It's not pre-record. That's confirmed. Tom Southgate. Cheers, mate. Another year of Dutch rudders. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. Um, so, let's play Spin the Bottle, guys. That'll be a bit... <laughs> oh, my lord of life. Right, look, let's get some more... Um, 
It's more freaking shoe throwers on the go. There's a new scientific bit. Why do we want this? Have, yeah, it's called All I Want. It's got someone else on it. I can't remember who. It'll be fine. Lord alive, there's more cake. Jesus, they've, 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 they've excelled themselves. Oh, wow. That's so oh cool. yeah. Uh, down, down below him, I think. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
All I Want by Scientific. I didn't hear any of that, but I've heard it before and it was absolutely fine. <laughs> no, 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 come on. Let's just, just, you know, let's keep everything under control. Right, we're dishing out the cake now. This is an important part. However, because um, basically... You know we're 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 just you know we're just a little station and uh, you know we you know we, we can't actually afford plates you know we can't we can only afford basic cutlery and you know until bloody communism comes in and gets us all some plates oh god admit it well you spent the budget on pingers you might have done yeah mm. god I had a dream about uh, taking a lot of pingers Jesus oh, I had a, you know that um guy who's on Instagram he's got a really long neck he's called Daddy Long Neck. You ever seen him? I think so. He's from Florida. There's a white guy with a long neck and there's a black, black guy, guy with a wide neck. Oh, yeah, wide he's neck. wide neck. Okay. Goes out with yeah, the girl yeah. with the massive tongue. They they do do stuff together, yes. I've seen this. Uh, neck lives are. matter. Yeah, all necks matter. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I had a dream that I was taking pingers with him last night. Not bad. But I had a whole like handful and they would shitloads them and I was just storing them in my mouth. Like a, like a squirrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in this, and but then I realised, oh shit, I'm getting absolutely fucked. <laughs> and I was trying to get them all out, but there was just there were way too many of them. They were going everywhere. They were on the floor. But then I was picking them up because I didn't want to waste them. Um, the sort of half chewed pingers. It was it was strange times, guys. Strange times. Nothing more fun than listening to someone talk about a dream that never actually happened and <laughs> certainly didn't happen to you. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, even better than that is to have someone tell you about a friend of theirs' his dream. Oh, God. <laughs> That's just like, I don't know this person, and this cool thing never story, actually happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, this cake's getting everywhere. <laughs> Go through the nightmare. Um, this is great radio, though, I must say, particularly for people who are just listening. Um, yeah, have you, got, have you got a kick snare, though, ready? A kick, a, a, kick snare, yeah, because crockery is theft. Oh, Mate, <laughs> all crockery is there. That's why um, communists only drink, uh, only drink, uh, only drink coffee because property is theft. Oh, forget it, Jesus, guys. Um, look, let's find, let's get a bit more freaking news in because um, you know this is it's all insanity, isn't it? Uh, look, should we get some Takeshi? We've got some Takeshi Six Nine news here. Uh, Takeshi69 likely to have to pay for tattoo removal if he wants to enter witness protection. Right. Okay. After he gets stitches for snitching. Da- yeah. I mean, he's going to be Jeez. like, he's going to end up as one of the most high profile snitches ever, I guess. Um, he's making a lot of enemies on the outside. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he was, if he's told everybody the secrets to my pre recording. I'm telling you, there's going to be serious trouble. So he's outed Cardi B as being a member of the Bloods, although she had previously she said it already. Said it already. Yeah. But she's like, Yo, my Bloods are thing and doing the thing with the thing. So it could have been. She speaks in quite sort of vagaries. It's not. Uh, it's never really concrete stuff. Uh, Takeshi 69 has famously been serving time in prison for gang-related crimes. Lately, he's been making headlines after testifying against members of the Nine Trey Bloods gang. One potential outcome is that he could be offered a chance to enter witness protection in return for the information. But a New York Times reports on the case uh, says that he will probably have to pay for his distinctive face tattoos to be removed. That's sort of the least of your worries, really, isn't it? That who, who's going to fit the bill for removing the tattoos? Uh, the report speculates that although Takeshi will probably be offered witness protection, 
It is unlikely the United States Marshal Service, which runs the witness protection program, would pay for the removal of Mr. Hernandez's his signature face tattoos. Uh, the rapper uh, must always have known he would put himself in danger by testifying in the federal case against the former Nine Trey Blood pals, Anthony Harve Ellison and um, Al Jeremiah Nuke Mack. Uh, and his family have all been too aware of the risks, refusing to go anywhere near the courthouse during his testimony. Regardless of the fact that security was dramatically increased, Takeshi has been kept away in a special unit of the prison he's at. Oh dear. Can't what? hide forever. Nope, probably not a lot of 14-year-olds in there for him either. <laughs> Poor boy. How will he survive without <laughs> underage girls? Um, here's another enormous piece of cake for someone. That's it, Parents get stuck in. Don't worry. It's like eating this cake can is I, like difficulty level. Yeah. Difficult. <laughs> can you make a fork out of that paper? <laughs> I, I'm doing my best. I mean, you could use one of Wesley's claws. <laughs> this will work. Um... Uh, but what? But if he does decide to go into witness protection, he will have to sort out many features that would stop him blending in. That would probably include his multicoloured hair, as well as his facial tattoos. Jay Kramer, a former FBI official who has worked on organised crime cases, told the New York Times, despite how connected we are and the appetite for social media content in this country, there are places where, if the kid gets his hair cut and wears normal clothes, no one would know or care who he is. I'd like to go to those places. They sound like a nice place to go on holiday. Afghanistan? <laughs> Christ, yeah. Sl- <laughs> just sling him over there. He's, he'll have to become a CIA operative. It's the only... Um, we'll take you to a little island called Little St. James. Um, anyone Wanna else? Want to go uh, waterboarding in Guantanamo Bay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that sounds like fun. It sounds like fun if you don't know what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, in the past, uh, he's... In the past, he's been kidnapped, robbed, and involved in all sorts of violent shootouts and street brawls. Uh, now that he's being called a grass by a large population of the hip-hop world, it's possible he'd have a bit of an incentive to keep under the radar. Uh, he's currently on trial, uh, attempting to get a potential prison sentence re- reduced from a minimum 47 years by testifying against other members of the Nine Trey Bloods gang. The Gummo rapper, whose real name is Daniel Hernandez, was on the witness stand in Manhattan Federal Court where he's testifying against his two mates. Well, yeah, I mean, it's sad when, you know, bad stuff happens to good people, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Sure, sure. Like that sort of Burberry number he's got on there. Yeah, bless him. Um, What else do we have? Time Traveller sheds light on what life is like in 2300. Looks shit, to be fair. Yeah, he does not look well. Um, is he on? Yeah. Not, doesn't look thrilled by it, does he? The Green New honest. Deal didn't work. It was a mistake, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we should never have listened to Greta. <laughs> we should have listened to actual scientists, not children. <laughs> uh, a person who claims to have travelled forward in time uh, has conveniently returned from the distant future to tell us mortals what we can expect a bit further down the line. Um, all right. He's, oh, it's of course is on Apex TV. Uh, peddlers of similar nonsense. Oh, what's going on there? Oh, no, I've got cake all over the trackpad. That's not helping, is it? Unbelievable. I was no longer in the machine. No, I was within a large city. I could see large buildings. They went off for what appeared to be miles. 
In a book me, I saw floating cities. By the 24th century, anti-gravity techniques have been perfected to the degree that they could levitate an entire city. Are you insinuating it's like me with a shave? This is definitely copying me. And the main benefit of having these levitating cities is that they could be moved anywhere. It sounds like the sort of voice I would do on, you know, while describing a court case or something. <laughs> someone, someone's in the dock for exposing themselves to geese or something. He sounds like he took acid and watched the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah that seems reasonable. Um, the man calls himself Gerard Gardner. And in the video, he claims that he went to the year 2300. As with every single case like this, uh, broadcast by Apex TV, there is a leap of faith required, uh, because, of course, there is no proof. Despite that, the channel has more than a million subscribers. So either people are really interested to know why you would gather around, ridiculous, uh, around wearing ridiculous rubber masks and lying to people, there must be something in it. Yes, sure, there must be. Having a peep at the video... Have a peep at the video and make up your mind. Uh, well, guys, what do you think? Do you think he's telling the truth? 100%, yeah. Yeah, Hundy P, yeah? I mean, he, why would he lie? What possible motivation could he have to lie? What surprises me, there's no mention of China. No, do the, do the, what, China taking over? Yeah, absolutely. There is no mention of how many genders there are either in, in the future. I'd like to know. Maybe everyone has their Did own individual. It or is it just increasing in number? Yeah, exponentially. There are more genders than there are people. <laughs> it's possible. Um, or just everyone becomes one big omni-gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the gender the, singularity. The human gender. Um, for, uh, first so off, woke. there are going to be yeah, there are going to be cities more than a mile high in the sky, apart from Los Angeles, which is apparently completely submerged. Okay. Oh, and society is going to be controlled by an incredibly powerful computer. Okay. Um, Gardner, uh, if that is his real name, it isn't, claims to be an English governmental employee taken oh, onto okay. a secret program in 1988. Okay. Um, of the project to send him to the future, he said, if they could do this, they would have great power over our society. And they knew they must perfect this technology before another country did. Um, is that what it looks like? Or is that one of those 360 image things of it? Why have they just stuck that in? Um... Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Flat. Proof. Yeah. Uh, he went on to say that the floating cities are useful because it helps them move around and they cause less pollution. I swear this is definitely an episode of the Jetsons. Yeah. When there was anyone seen it, there was smog and you know they have the houses on sticks. Mm. They like move the houses up because of the smog. It's literally an episode of the Jetsons. Yeah, it makes sense though. That seems like a smart way of doing things. Uh, there's no money, no banks, no war. Great. So the, the communist utopia works. Yeah, no, no, it's by default. <laughs> uh, before breaking into tears, he said that I would have stayed longer if I could. So it's all going well in the future. Great news. Why does it sound so grim? Yeah, I know. What's fucking, what's wrong with his face? I mean, it's a mask. I guess that's what's wrong with that. Well, 2019 might be bad. Uh, oh, Tom Wood's written this. Christ. 
Um, but at least we know where we stand. Uh, oh, and they're not going to imprison our minds within computers just yet. Just yet, Tom Woods. Mm. Imagine imprisoning Tom Woods' mind in a computer. They've decided that, yes, we can now, we can now enca- perfectly encapsulate a human mind within a computer, and then we will be able to use it for all these wonderful purposes. And we've decided that that person will be Tom Wood from Lab Bible. <laughs> we think that he, his mind is so unique, so, so incredible, so just wonderful. We must study it. Right. I had Choppy- a calculator at school that resembled him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've um, I had cooked a potato last night that resembled him <laughs> somewhat. Bless him. What would a world look like if in a thousand years the world bowed down to Tom Wood? Tom Wood was the sort of the one thing that Supreme made leader. It, yeah, made it forward into the future. Everyone else had died. Just, just him on his own. Just him. He had been kind of assimilated <laughs> no. by the Facebook algorithm. So would you say it's a bit like my idea for Love Island where it's just Molly <laughs> May? <laughs> but, but it's just Tom Wood. Just Tom Wood. For the whole, he's renamed the Earth, just Tom, Tom Wood. Wood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, what's he doing? I mean, has he got all computers and robots doing all his bidding? How does he? How does he get food? How does he sustain himself? Or is he plugged into the Matrix or something? He's that way. It's just his. It's, it's his essence. It's his soul. It's oh, okay. Just, it's not physically Tom Wood. Obviously, that's it's an ab- stupid, abstract but, concept of Tom yeah. Wood. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense in a way. He's a. <laughs> Is this, a, is this oh, good? The Tom Wood. Yeah. Name and description in one. Yep. Tom Wood is a lad Bible journalist and Twin Peaks enthusiast. <laughs> journalist. Yeah. Despite, <laughs> despite having a career in football cut short by a chronic lack of talent, uh, he managed to obtain degrees at both the University of London and Salford. Uh, according to his French teacher at the weekends, he mostly likes to play football and go to the park with his brother. <laughs> oh, how old is he? Six? Jesus Christ. Well, you know, bless him, I guess. Okay, no. What's his favourite crayon? Yeah, well, to eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, right, this, bio, man. this seems reasonable. Teenager, 14, to, told to shave off his facial hair by school. Now, if you imagine in your man's eye what his facial hair might have looked like. Are you imagining? Uh, yes, that's it. Uh, <laughs> bless him. You could consider it facial hair, I guess. Um, Dominic Smithers reports for the Lad Bible, a teenager has been told to follow the school rules and shave off, shave off his facial hair. What schoolboy told to follow rules is now news. Apparently so. Uh, Oliver Parcel, 14, was thrown into isolation by teachers at... Sub- thrown into isolation? Thrown in. <laughs> they stuck him in the hole. <laughs> the gulag. Jesus Christ, he got gulag. They black bagged him. He's in there for a tenner. Um, was thrown into isolation by teachers at Summercoats Academy, Lincolnshire, for not complying to its uniform, uniform, uniform and appearance guidelines. But the teen isn't taking it lying down. And his mum, Catherine, has started a petition to claim the rules are in breach of his son's human rights. <laughs> uh, sure. Sure. There are actual human rights abuses in the world. N- yeah, like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure this is one of them. Is Amnesty getting involved now? Or do they, <laughs> I hope so. Do they wait for it to kick off a little bit and then step in? How's the petition doing? Let's have a look. Change.org. Uh, pol- school policy making children's none. Oh, 377. 381. Wow, it's really, really stacking up. School policy making children aged 11 to 16 years old shave needs to be changed. 
seven exclamation marks there means they are serious. Wow, yeah, she's yeah. she's wow. But why not have a picture of him with the tash? Well, yeah, but there was the why not use the other one? Because like if you're so proud of that facial hair, where you know wear it out, have it on your petition. People would be like, Wow, I can't believe they made him shave that beauty off. <laughs> It took 14 years to get there. Yeah, Christ. Uh, Catherine told the Grimsby Telegraph, I'm just a mum fighting for change. <laughs> yeah, this isn't about Nelson him. Nelson Mandela, step yeah. aside. This isn't about him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is her career? My son is 14 years of age and he is not ready to begin the lifelong routine and responsibility of shaving. We do not believe that a school should enforce such policies on children between the ages of 11 to 16, or even 18 years of age. In fairness, he looks much better shaved. Like, he looks like a smart young man with a sort of bouffant hairdo. With a moustache, he looks quite punchable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm 40% of Brighton. Yeah. Uh, the disgruntled mum says the school claims it was just enforcing the rules. Oh, yeah, like the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, just, just following orders. Job. They're just yep. doing their job. Yeah. Outlined by Tollbar <laughs> Multi Academy Trust. Mm. She said, I absolutely, dis- uh, I absolutely disagree. I don't believe that teachers should be going around schools targeting and approaching students to tell them they need to go home and start shaving. The Muslim kids get to do whatever they want, and whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I'm only joking. (laughs) Yeah, I was looking for that. (laughs) I see the direction this stuff's going. (laughs) The trans students get to wear whatever they want, but my son's moustache is demonised because he's a white man. Uh, it's a very personal choice and a very individual characteristic, purely governed by how late or early a child reaches puberty. They have no control over what age their facial hair grows, both boys and girls. What do you reckon? Are the school in the right, or are we going? Or are we backing up mum? I can't believe this is news. No, no, no. I'm glad it is though, because otherwise I wouldn't have a show. You've got to have a policy though, haven't you? Yeah. Guess so. Yeah. How is it applied? Is it applied unilaterally? I mean, like, how carefully are they checking? I don't know. Do you, they, have, uh, you know, where do you draw the line? Yeah, I mean, at what? Well, waist level. Waist level. I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we need to make sure that all all the pub- pubis. This oh, is it. Within I mean, grooming if got, standards. If you've got a policy. Make sure you're applying it evenly and yeah. all over. Well, know. I mean, yeah. do the girls have to have to shave well, their faces if they've well, they've got quite, a bit yeah, of facial I mean, hair on the go? Inspection oh, day must sexism? be a riot. Oh, come yeah. on, bleach bleach that tash, young lady. <laughs> Disgraceful. Bleach 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 that anus, young man. <laughs> you cannot attend sports day with an unbleached <laughs> anus. Sorry, sir. <laughs> I'll bleach you at lunchtime with the rest of the boys. Yeah, time to inspect again. (laughs) Speaking to the BBC, Catherine said, Oliver was asked to go home and shave what they class as a beard. He has a beard. (laughs) Well, that maybe that's, you know, (laughs) could could that be reasonably considered a beard? Probably not. Where? Above his lip? Yeah, I mean, that's a moustache at best. I mean, you might right. be able to make the argument that that is a, a faint moustache. Okay, uh, initially they wanted to isolate him at any lunch, at any break or lunchtime, and he wasn't allowed to represent the school. 
that's a bit much, isn't it? Like, wow, so, like, like... Now, you're being taken out of the system now. It's, it's the natural power of a moustache. Like, some people cannot be exposed to that. Mm, that's yeah. it. It's Maybe just, it's they fear it. people and reminding yeah. them of Hitler. It's just too much ma- raw, raw masculinity, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You can see, just like... Oh. You know, imagine having to, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, I mean I'm, I'm struggling to be around it. I mean, the, gir- the girls wouldn't be able to concentrate in class because they're all going to be writing him love letters, you know, swooning, drawing pictures of him, yeah, you know, that, that face. can't concentrate. I don't know. Yeah. We've pushed forward and he's allowed to attend freely at school, just like any other pupil, until we can resolve the issue. What, is he shaved or is he refusing? Is it going to be like... Is he going to come out at the end of school looking like when Tommy Robinson was released from prison? <laughs> it just looks like a really unhappy dad. He looked like Piltdown Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the kid's going on hunger. The kid staged a dirty protest in the science lab. <laughs> He's a child. He's a young 14-year-old. Uh, and why should he have to begin the adult part of life, which is shaving? It's a per- Look. That kid knows exactly what he's doing. He's like, yep, I can grow a very weak tash and I'm going to. Like, if he wanted to shave that, he would. He's not like, oh, I, I hadn't even noticed. Oh, no, I don't want to start the adult life of having to shave every day. Oh, no, I'm merely a boy. No, no, he's, he's, he's working that. He's working it with all his might, which is not very much. Or he's like, Mum, you're embarrassing me. Can you, can you not call the BBC? This is yeah. really embarrassing. Mum, do you fancy not starting change.org petitions on my behalf? Would you not, Mum? Please. <laughs> oh, Mum, don't start a petition. <laughs> oh, don't. Um, it, it, Catherine's petition to the school, she urged the others to take a stand. It reads, I believe that under the Human Rights Act of 1998, Tolbar Multi-Academy Trust is seen as a public authority. Probably fair. I urge you to support us in getting this policy changed uh, and choice policy changed and choice put into place for not only my son but all children uh, and to highlight whether this kind of policy remains suitable today. According to the reports uh, from the Grimsby Telegraph, the school, uh, it has a very clear dress and appearance policy and exemptions are only made on religious grounds. What religion is against moustaches? I don't know. I don't know if there are any religions tend to tend to be a little more beardy, don't they? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And anti. I mean, Scientology. I don't know. Are they against against the beard? It wouldn't surprise me. No, they only like the beard, as in like your wife. (laughs) (laughs) In Tom Cruise's wives. Come on. Where where where's the (laughs) center? Yes. Um, Okay. Well. Uh, best of luck to him, I guess. You know the petition. The link to the petition is on that Bible. If you're if you if you're interested, uh, let's have a step to the sound tantrum desire off that blue moon EP. Had it last week. It's a nice bit of gear. To the sound, them get racked up They not holding it down, they fully gassed up Tell you now, some I'm about to blow the reactor We be slowing it down, it's still faster Ten steps ahead in the end, they play catch up Step to the sound, them bones, them go fracture Tell you now, there's about to be a disaster 
Kieran, your champion. Thank you to everyone else that's donated. You fine, fine, good-looking bunch of labos. Uh, step to the sound there, Tantrum Desire. Um, he is a, a producer and a DJ, if you could imagine such thing. Um, guys. Yeah, Jesus, the, the double threat. Um, footage shows naked man jumping into Shark Tank. Nice. nice. Brave. Brave, very brave. Stunning. Stunning and bold and beautiful and brave. Um, is that, is that, uh, 
I don't know. Uh, you know, it's fine. I don't know. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Wesley will protect you. Um, David Weaver of British Columbia, Canada, was. Wow. Yeah, he's just stripped off and jumped in the shark tank. No idea. They would witness a death-defying stunt. I thought I was going to witness someone die. Oh my God! Like he just jumped in there. He was all naked. I could see his dick. Stripped off his clothes and jumped in. <laughs> and I hear a big splash, so I was like, oh, they're feeding the sharks. So I kind of grabbed my boyfriend and we run over. And it's a guy that has, like, jumped into the actual shark tank. Let us have put it on so live, Lake. swimming around, you can see the shark fins in the you water? You can see shark fins, like, coming up into the water. That's why you, like, go hang out there to see all the sharks coming out of the water. And you she see says it lasted for several minutes. In these videos posted to social media, the man is seen swimming around the tank while security coaxes him to get out. At one point, he appears to comply. When he climbed out, he like backflipped back in again. <laughs> what? <Whoa! laughs> it's very dangerous to both the individual as well as our animals. An animal. Peter Doyle is the general manager at Ripley's Aquarium. Peter it's Doyle, what killjoy? <laughs> You're jumping in the unknown. You don't know how animals are going to react. And these are sharks. Well, it, it's it's their it's their exhibits, their tank. They're in a controlled environment, um, whether it's you no know, water temperature or salinity, and uh, anything that would change it uh, can be very disruptive. Particularly if he shattered. That's not going to help anything, is it? Were there uh, any kids? Weaver, 38, said that he had a couple of drinks before he got in the tank. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon? Uh, in the video that was posted by an onlooker at the aquarium, he can be seen splashing around in the water as other tourists laugh and cheer. The tank saw. Uh, the tank has sawfish, moray eels, turtles, and sharks in it. One person could be heard shouting, "He's completely naked!" <laughs> wow. Um, so are the sharks, though. In fairness. Mm. Um, Weaver pleaded guilty to one count of mischief. Um, <laughs> the shark grazed the guy's leg and they had to shoot the shark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's, got, who's come up on... Uh, uh, Real Akeem uh, is up on, uh, up on the Skype. Let's get him on the horn. I think he might be a German. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no answer. Right, he's got five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Nope, he's gone. Nope. Yeah, he's, yeah, ban him. Uh, Tom Hall, he sent through some questions, but let's try and get him on the horn, see what happens. Call him. Five seconds for Tom. Four, three, two, one. Nope, Tom Salt. He's banned as well. They're both banned. Uh, Tom has sent through some questions. Uh, he says, I oh, don't know, he's refusing to answer. I can't hear, bro. Sorry. In the office. Uh, he says, first question, please play us your oldest track. No way. No way. <laughs> Too. So obviously side charts. Software of preference other than YouTube and Facebook. Uh let's play Alice. Uh, I could play Alice, yeah. Um Ableton uh, is you am I proud of the awesome lobster society you've formed? I am very proud, much more proud of the lobsters than I am of myself. 
<laughs> Why do you pretend to hate Psytrance so much? Psytrance <laughs> here. Actually, it was complete. This, this, it's such, Don't get it in the case. No, it's such low quality vinyl. When I'd smashed one of these on Rankin's Records, it literally splintered into like about a bazillion pieces. Like a proper one will just, I don't know, go into four or five bits. But this, I don't know what it's made of. It's probably it's made out of works. They melt them down. <laughs> After a boomtown, they get a few that the, the stragglers that are left over at the end. Let's put them all in a big smelting pot. It's very green. Yeah. Um, why do I hate side? Like, I'm not pretending to hate side trance. It's guff. Not into it. Not well. Maybe I see. You know what? Actually, as a child, my dad bought a couple of side trance albums because he liked the artwork on them. It was all that sort of goany trancey uh, business, and we listened to them in the car for a bit. Now, fine. But now I look back and realise that I was merely a child. Impressionable young child, you know, the supposed hands of a responsible adult. Um, so yeah, uh, no, it's not lies. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, fine, good. Uh, anyone else wants to add us on Skype and have a little crack? Should we give? Should we try Wodge? Give Wodge a call. See what happens. Oh no, is that switch? What are you doing, mate? <laughs> Hello, hello. Whoa! Uh, Wojtek, how How's are you, mate? Doing? Are you okay? Yeah, uh, not bad, not bad yourself. I'm fine. You, you can't. Uh, yeah, sorry. Anyone without headphones, I'm afraid, is um, doesn't does not get to hear um, what is beautiful, dulcet Polish tones. Um, are you at work? <laughs> I am indeed. Yes. What do you do? What do you do for a living? I do a little bit of this. A little bit of what? <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> IT stuff. Oh, he's here. Come and look. He's got up on the thing. Hold on. Let me get him on the... Uh, uh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Here he is. Oh! Where are you? I'm over here, just behind the chart, actually. Yeah? You can see it out there. Oh, nice. Lighting. How about that? Pretending to be working. Have you ever been up the top? It's very exciting nope, up there. I, I would recommend it. It's Is very it? exciting. Yeah, go out there at night. Uh, it's it's quite a uh, it's a fun experience. Don't you take a young lady up there? You know, fill her full of booze. Do what you got to do, man. I oh, mean, <laughs> take her out the shard, mate. No, I mean. <laughs> You're not the first one to say that, mate. Everyone keeps on saying it. <laughs> Come on, watch. Take her up the shard. Take her up the shard. Take her up the shard. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This backfired, didn't it? Yeah, well, that'll teach you, won't it? That's, you know, play silly games, win silly prizes. Is she hiding under the desk? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm in for it. Have you, are there any, the have you got your own office? Uh, no. Well, I'm currently at one of my clients' sites, so I... Just taking over an office. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Do you think they would be happy uh, to know that you're in here talking to us on the radio? <laughs> Probably well, not, to be honest. No. Do you want to get them on Skype as well? Yeah. <laughs> Bring them along. Um, try. No. Probably not. <laughs> 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 All right, mate. Well, we'll let you get back on with your work. Uh, lots of love, mate. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This is a good game. Call people at work. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, God bless him. Several ways. Yeah, I mean, why not? Let, we could maybe try and inspire people to sort of take over their workplace in a communist revolution. <laughs> Come on, go on, go into HR and take over your workplace. Might as well. Uh, let, let's find out what um, this story? Squidge lookalike um, yeah. is doing. Um, unsurprisingly, I'm afraid, he's a creepy pervert. Oh. So, um, sorry about that, mate. Um, yeah. Uh, man sells £325,000 home to set up sex toy business and he now sleeps in his office. Um, there you are. Never get high on your own supply. Yeah. <laughs> Exclusive. Wow, the mirror got the scoop on this, huh? Uh, adult content. Uh, Tom Thurlow has thrown everything at his business. Ricky. Okay, that's good known for a sex toy business, but admits that there have been a lot of hurdles along the way, including a very, very embarrassing incident at airport security. Okay. Oh, he looks a lot less like you there, Squidge, so that's probably good news, isn't it? A man who sold his 325 grand home and Mercedes to set up a sex toy company says it was all worth it, despite the fact he's still sleeping on a blow-up bed in his office. Tom Thurlow decided to throw everything at his idea and launch a new range of vibrators for women. Uh, and has spent the past three years learning everything he can about the industry. That's not what creepy that and weird entail? at all, is it? Like, uh... A lot of batteries. Yeah. The 29-year-old uh, sold his 325 grand Gloucestershire home. <laughs> that he bought with profits from his last business success, cashed in his premium bonds, and got rid of his fancy car to free up as much cash as possible. He must really, really like vibrators. Um, he moved back to his parents' house for a while, but says they got fed up with him. And <laughs> the boxes of dildos in the basement. <laughs> there are so many similarities. <laughs> um, uh, so he decided to set up a makeshift home behind his desk. Uh, Tom has now tried to make it as homely as possible, sleeping with a giant dildo as a pillow. Uh, and Bolt buys pot noodles on Amazon uh, to keep his spending as low as possible. Well, you know, God bless him. He's... Um, he, he's he's slanging. I think there's something slightly unnervy about a man on his own setting up a vibrator business. I don't know. I think feel like there's something. I don't know. A little off. A little <laughs> off. Like probably. How's he testing them? Yeah, I know, right? This is the mm. sort of thing. It's like, oh, how can I meet girls in a sort of sexy way? How could I get in with the gals? I've got an idea. Like you know, you wouldn't start as a as a. I mean, I personally wouldn't start a range of. Will Rankin themed like femcare products. Like, hey girls, I reckon I'd. Slight <laughs> element. Yeah, stick a Rankin up you. You're the lobster shaped. Yeah. Lobster pants. Yeah. Um. So Rankin's wankins. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Rankin's wankin napkins. Yeah. Rankin's wankin napkins. Yeah. There you go. I'll just rebrand some um some handy andies. Uh, Tom told me online, it was everything really. I just decided if I'm going to be all in, I need to be all in. Balls deep. Yep. I really believe it and uh, I'm a risk taker. I'm, oh God. People who speak like that, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm tenacious, you know, I'm a pit bull. I'm a risk taker. I'm Mr. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Um, I'm happy to lose it all again if that's the way it goes. Whoa. Uh, I just think whatever happens with Brexit, people are still going to want to <laughs> masturbate. I, I've heard that's the first thing that'll go. But- <laughs> 
That's the first thing. The lorry loads of German dildos yeah, stuck stopped, at the border. Stopped at the border. Yeah. Oh, it's horrendous, isn't it? Yeah. yeah Boris Johnson will be bit knocking down your door if you have a go. That's why Boris prorogued Parliament so they can all go off and have about 1,500 wanks before, it's, before it gets made illegal. Um, the idea came about when his last business, a dating website for students called Shag at Uni, oh, oh dear, Take started me. to drop off. He said, I enjoyed a lot of success at Shag at Uni, but it's when it started to drop off when apps like Tinder came along um, onto the market. Rather than flogging a dead horse, uh, I just wanted to do something different. Uh, I just thought sex toys seemed the most exciting. Are they children well, yeah. making those? <laughs> what the fuck? No, they are the toys. They've been clearly been human trafficked in. He travelled to China to learn more. Oh, no, this is in China. Travelled to China to learn more about the products. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my biggest critic is my mum. She just thinks it's horrifying. <laughs> Presumably she is still the quality control department. Yeah. yeah, come on. Look, you've got to support your parents. Your parents have got to support your ideas, even if they don't necessarily agree with them, you know. Someone keep hold of that, Mike. But, you know, pass it around like a like a dildo. <laughs> a dildo at an Ann Summers party. I don't take myself seriously. I don't think sex is a big deal, like most people do in society. That's the sort of thing creepy people say, isn't it? Yeah. I just don't really see sex as like a big deal. Everyone makes such a big deal of it. Like fair, no one makes it a big deal. You're just a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends what kind of sex you have, really. Mm. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, people weren't surprised when I told them. Most people think it's great, and they think it's quite cool and exciting. There have been a couple of people who didn't agree with the sex toy stuff, and they think it's seedy. That's fine. Everyone has their own opinion. But I will have a debate with them and challenge them. How big a debate? Oh, God. A masturbate. <laughs> hey, come on. My biggest critic is my mum. She thinks it's horrifying. Oh, look, here he is with, um, I don't know. God, yeah, look, you've got them in all shapes and sizes and colours, haven't you? Wow. Um, after coming up, <laughs> oh, sure, sort of photo bombing it there, really, isn't it? Is that scales like weigh your dildo? They buy dildos by the weight. Dildo bomb. Oh, two ton, two tons of dildos, any shape and size you can muster up. After coming up with the idea, Tom booked a flight to uh, booked a cheap flight to China to learn as much as he could about the production industry, and things went from there. Despite having one experience where he was nearly ripped off by a fake business he found on the internet, he managed to learn a lot about materials, safety and production. He said, It's been a really interesting learning curve. And speaking as a male feminist, there have been a lot of hurdles along the way. Uh, his trips to China... They are kids, right? That's It's really hard to tell because... I mean, they're quite short over there anyway. And guess so. They kind of look like kids. It's a... Yeah, blurred lines. I know you want it. Um, his trips to China did uh, pr- did product one particularly embarrassing moment for Tom, and he was says, it that it was, "Yeah, I hope so." And he says it was the low point of his business. Uh, he was travelling back to the UK with a suitcase full of test products, about fifty vibrators. <laughs> Um, and uh, he was pulled in by airport security. He spent about two hours being questioned by staff about what they items were, okay, and why he had so many of them, and ended up missing his flight. He said it was awful. It took them a long time to realise what they were, and they were looking at me with stern expressions. They kept asking me in broken English, what is it? I was travelling on my own, so 
it just looked dodgy as hell. Right. Uh, it doesn't get any more humiliating uh, than it did then until the man put his hand up my body. Um, he wore me like a glove puppet. It was wonderful. Uh, it was definitely a low point. Tom decided to focus his attentions on women's sex toys, and he wants to address the stigma that surrounds female masturbation. What stigma? There's no stigma! The stigma's around male masturbation! It's fucking sex toys for women have been around for years, and they're all like, oh, this is empowering, I carry 15 dildos with me at one time, it's amazing, me and the girls so are women together. literally have and summer's parties. What yeah. fucking stigma? It's really bizarre that a woman is judged on masturbation. I just don't get it. Uh, Bitch, where? Like, come on. Like, what are you going to, like, Roman Catholic, fucking Irish Catholic communities or something? What's the deal? I'm really focusing on women who have never had a sex toy before. You are a predator, mate. (laughs) So many of my female friends haven't tried one before. It's just not something they've considered for themselves. Some think it's some think it's for sexaholics or something. His Ricky range has four key items, and he's also teamed up with other partners to offer more products. One of the aspects he's particularly proud of is the fact that his entire range is rechargeable. Pardon me, uh, which means that women won't have to keep buying and replacing batteries. Well done, well done, man! You fucking hero it's of the modern woman. Yeah, well, I'm sure all women will now. Gather together and organise you a special party where they pass you round like a Woodstock doobie. God bless you, uh, man. Yeah, that just happened. T- what happened? <laughs> yeah, no, that is a Todd pipe that goes uh, through there. That'll be a dozen or so Todds now flowing freely, flowing, flowing freely through the through the studio. God. Yeah, that's probably Cy Twitty just todding his doing his passing his morning toffee up there. Lovely. Yeah, he's, he's, he's various, various intestinal issues. Um, right, let's have another bit. What have we got? Uh, ooh, ah, ee, oh, oh, so that posse bit from yesterday was nice. It's called Derivative.
Kieran Parallax. You're up for 12 o'clock. It's going to be live bringing the big guns. 12 o'clock, Parallax, you're on. Uh, this is Derivative by Posse. Sound vision recordings. If you turn it upside down, it says noisier. Frisk, we've already confirmed that it is a pre-record today. We did this weeks ago. It's like the uh, the Hootenanny on uh, the bloody what's his name. Jules Holland, Hootenanny, isn't it, on New Year's? Yeah, they filmed that in fucking March or something. (laughs) So, October, it's it's a a disgrace. It's a disgrace. (laughs) Broken Bone Man. Thanks, Jules. Pathetic. Pathetic. Uh, Anyway, that was uh, some of Derivative by uh, Posse. Possage. The Pos Boss. Big Po-Man. And... Right, look, what have we got? The, everyone's still fucked at Thomas Cook, aren't they? What's yeah, happening what's with that? what's this about? Yeah. Basically, while lots of people were on holiday, Thomas Cook, Why travel provider, collapsed. And now they're all stuck Surely around Europe. Surely they got return tickets. Apparently, that's not how it works. Oh. To be fair, all the bosses got their bonuses. Good. Thank God. <laughs> that's, all, that's all that matters. <laughs> Fuck everyone else. They were the one that was struggling in the first place. Yeah, yeah, come on. They, they need to add an extra few acres to the grounds. So many second homes lost. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you need a third yacht. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, three more people have been arrested at Storm Area 51 events. That was so disappointing. I know, right? Oh. It's a bit Zero sad, arrest at Storm Threshold. Well, so far. climax. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Like, j- j- bloody Joe will turn up in a bit with like <laughs> with a load of like anti-far commies behind him. Start start throwing piss over everyone. <laughs> oh God! Uh, three more people have been arrested at Storm Area 51 event. Around 3,000 gathered at various festival sites, and the Guardian reports a further 150 got within selfie distance of the top secret U.S. military base last week. Um. I think we've covered pretty much all we've needed to cover uh, on um, Area 51. I don't think there's anyone out there that doesn't know uh, doesn't know about it. Man's penis rots off after he injected it with petroleum jelly to make it bigger. But What's that picture? I guess that's a banana. Why though? But why though? <laughs> Jake Massey, but why though? Yeah. Um, always dreamed of having a bigger peen. Want to do something about it? Well, don't. Okay. Wise words there from Mr. Massey. Never ends well. Uh, that's not speaking from personal experience, by the way. Sure. Sure. Uh, one bloke found this out the hard way after injecting his member with petroleum jelly and a big bid, a big bid to make it bigger. Don't you just love Darwinism? Yeah, right. Um, uh, Squidge, you don't want to have any kids. Why don't you? This would be an option for you. Sort uh, of... Yeah, I don't want to have children, but I've never got the inclination to inject petroleum jelly into my nose. Explode your penis. Really Explode prove it. Yet. Come on. <laughs> Get st- live, live by your convictions. <laughs> I'll stand my ground. I'll do it. Yeah. Come on. Pass the needle. Yeah, and if you need to make love to a lady in the future, you can just put a strap on and peg her. Or, or one of the dildos that I sell. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dildo King Squidge. There he is. The unnamed 45-year-old from the South Pacific Islands injected the goop into his shaft. But two years later, he wasn't celebrating a new and improved life courtesy of his massive dong. He was in A&E. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yes, while the bizarre method doesn't actually make your penis bigger, it turns out that it is a great way to make your penis bloodier and more rotten. Picks, 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 picks. Come on, guys. No. Uh, the the case has been documented by Dr. Amar Armin at Urology Case Reports, uh, where he said the shaft in question had become grossly deformed. To make matters worse, his flesh was visibly rotting, and he was diagnosed with Fournier's gangrene, a life-threatening flesh-eating bug of the genitals. Man, your life's taking a rough turn at that point. That early, you waited two years to go to A and E. He gets like that guy with a fucking horn coming out of his head. That's negligence. Four years that had been growing, and he'd only only come when it was like about that long. Ridiculous. I mean, when it's (laughs) don't know. It's like these people with a gigantic like tumor on the side of their face. Like, yeah, they'll probably get it get it soon too. Now, yeah, it's bigger than a football. The man was subsequently taken to for emergency surgery to remove dead flesh and drain fluid from his peen. Took a total of three operations to remove all the infected tissue, most of which was on his scrotum. Uh, And he was transferred to the plastic surgery team who grafted skin onto the affected areas. Ultimately, medical medical intervention saved the man, whose fever-like symptoms died down after the ops. Uh, He was allowed to leave hospital after a month. According to The Sun, Dr. Amin said in his report, penile self-injections are performed in order to attempt to increase penis size and have been reported to cause... Uh, latent pain, ulceration, and Fournier's gangrene. Common mis- common materials used for penile augmentation uh, that have been described in the literature are mineral oil. God damn those essential oils. <laughs> petroleum jelly. Uh, nandrolone. Deconate. And waxes. Cool. Oh. Yeah, man. Um, he added the most likely reason for the development of Fourniers in the patient would have been related to foreign material in the form of petroleum jelly. Yeah, yeah, you reckon? You reckon that was it? You reckon it was injecting the petroleum jelly into his pain that caused it? Yeah, we think so, yeah. Um, God. Interestingly, our patient, our patient reported that his, this practice was fairly commonplace in the South Pacific Islands. See, I'm taking from this that it, it works. Yeah, because he's had it for, for like two years, yeah, two years, and then it was so big that he just scratched it a bit too much, and then that caused it to get infected, overworked, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you got yourself a nice big dick. You're going to start slinging, slinging it, yeah, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. yeah, far too much business. Yeah, that's it. You know, you got, gosh, you, can't, you can't work 24 hours a day. You're not a machine. You know, fair not, play, not Doctor. Yet. Not yet, Doctor Amin. Uh, that that is interest. Interesting. Why can't I, oh, this Buckfast get into me? Uh, though, if the, this is a delicious cocktail, though, I must I say. Know, it's great, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Hey, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Can you explain what exactly is in the Buckfast cocktail? Buckfast? On, on mic, please, and baby ice. girl. <laughs> uh? po- Pondy Mike. Yeah, so you can make it at home. Buckfast. Malibu. Lime. Um, passion fruit, and then topped up with passion fruit rubicon. Yes, that was it. Yeah, lovely. Oh, lovely. Um, okay, so that's probably enough pe- enough penis news, or there might be there might be other stuff. Remember what show you're on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, more penis news. 
All right, now th- this is very coffee and memes worthy. Priest, priests <laughs> pour holy water over city from plane to help stop fornication <laughs> and substance abuse. Have you seen this? Was yeah. the city Brighton? I fucking hope so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Russian Orthodox... No, hold on a second. This, there was a guy in... Um, this was happening in Brazil, I think, but this yeah. is in Russia. Oh, right. Yeah, wow, okay. He's on M- tour. Must have taken doing off. a world tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Russian Orthodox priests have been busy lobbing gallons of holy water over a city, hoping that it will save the residents from diseases like substance abuse and sex. And communism. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Um, well, the first thing the commies do is get rid of the religion. Uh, the clergyman decided to go to great lengths, or rather heights, to try and purge the central Russian city of Tver, um of such spiritual illnesses, taking to the skies in a small aeroplane on <coughs> September the 11th. Um, also, the Russian Orthodox's Church Day of Sobriety. Lovely. Okay. Um, Bishop Savar told Tver news ahead of the flight, I want my prayers to protect the city from the afflictions befalling it, from all accidents and social adversity. Uh, Once the aircraft had clambered to an altitude of 800 feet, the priests began the proceedings. They kicked off by holding a prayer service before the door of the plane was opened and they poured the holy water onto the city. 70 litres of the stuff, in fact. Wow. God. Uh, it's not that much. Yeah. Also on board were a married couple who claimed the husband had been miraculously cured of alcoholism that day. I <laughs> won't <laughs> <laughs> drink again. One hour. Wow. <gasps> wow, I can walk. <laughs> hey, it's Russia. Being sober for an hour is big news. <laughs> Father Alexander uh, Goryachev told the news site, any disease is from a virus and a virus is a demon. Therefore, any disease is primarily a spiritual disease. Right. Science. Yep, that, that's, yeah. It's rock solid. It's really There's no actual evidence in the for cancer it, ward. But really. it is scientific fact. Yeah, why don't you go to the children's cancer ward and cure their <laughs> spiritual disease? Uh, Goria Chev has boarded a plane every September since 2006 to mark the church's day of sobriety. Uh, but while he's used to flying over to the armed with icons in a bid to bring people back to the righteousness, this year he and Bishop Savar decided extra measures were needed. They decided to pack the specially sa- uh, sanctified water on the 19th ceremony and the 19th century icon of the inexhaustible chalice. Wow, an inexhaustible chalice. Yeah. Oh, God. Um... Uh, decided to pack the special sanctified water and the 19th century icon of the inexhaustible chalice uh, that orthodox believers maintain can heal alcoholics and drug addicts. Great. Fucking pass the chalice around, boys. Let's have a, let's have a quaff. Uh, Alexander insisted the holy water was poured from a chalice rather than an instrument called an aspergillum the priests usually use in church. Which I believe is Russian for penis. Yes, yes, the special yellow holy water. Yeah. Uh, He explained uh, this stops the spray from being blown back into the plane. Okay. Uh, While the stunt has been met with widespread ridicule, both locally and across the globe, uh, Goryachev has been quick to rebuff those who are sceptical. He told the news... Uh, yep, there is our there, look. There's our Cockney priest, there's our Lord and Saviour. Yep, yep. There he is. He wasn't <laughs> told to shave that off at fourteen, was he? No way. <laughs> he had that at six. <laughs> yeah. He looks good. He looks great. Um, 
Where are we? We've got some. They've managed to cram some statistics from the World Health Organization in here. Um, uh, he told uh, Gor- Gor- Gorbachev told the news. What is the joke? We are trying to help people get rid of diseases. We promote stopping alcohol consumption, drugs, and fornication. Is this laughable? It's hilarious. Yes. He added, let them laugh and we will do our job. Going to the latest statistics from the World Health, World Health Organization, new anti-alcoholism campaigns in Russia have helped slash the country's alcohol consumption. Not uh, the holy water, then. No. Uh, on average, the rate has dropped from 15.8 litres of alcohol per person in 2005, to a mere 11.7 litres per person in 2016. What, at once or... A day? Like, over the space of a year, over the space of about 20 minutes. Yeah, so that's what, pure, neat alcohol. 15, so that's, I mean, it's a fair... It's a fair raz, isn't it? It's a, you know, it's Russia, they don't fuck about. It's cold, you know, there's not a lot on. They've um, had a rough time of it over the years. You know, they've... Oh, shit, they got bears to wrestle. You know, they've got, you know, they've got World War Three to organise. It'd be planes, fine. Planes to fly. Yeah, you know. water to throw out the window. they got priest stuff to do. Priest Elections things. to scam. Yeah, you know, all that good stuff. Um, any other mum of teen who went blind after living on Diet of Crisps says NHS should have done more. Yeah, it's the NHS's fault. Definitely NHS's fault. It's definitely not bad parenting. No way is this bad parenting. Um, Mum Kerry insists she couldn't have done more for her son. It's Mum Kerry, there she is. No, I gave him as mad as... (laughs) I literally, I was using the Pringle tubes as a force feeding device. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to really get all the flavours of the crisps in there. I tried, even tried paprika. It was as if we were on the continent. Uh, we were off... Oh, it's got milkshakes with vitamin A in it or something. Anyway, poor lad's gone blind in one eye. Um, <laughs> yeah, crisps and dragon soup. An exclusive diet. That'll make you big and strong so you can fuck. And a dragon. Yeah, mum of a teenager who went blind after living off a diet of crisps, chips and chocolate. It's almost vegan. Um, 18-year-old Harvey Dyer will only eat Watsits, Quavers, chocolate bars and crisps. And has been that way since he was two. Since he was two. Who was saying about having to take a test before having kids? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, moustache mum is starting to look pretty good right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see, that there, sh- there should be like a happy medium. She cares too little. And moustache mum cares a little bit too much. I'm impressed that he's got this far, to be honest. Like, how old is he? 17 or... I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't say. It just says teenager. His age. What does he look like? About, <laughs> He's yeah. actually eight. Oh, eight. It looks <laughs> like that. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> 18. How is he demanding crisps? Right, exactly. Two-year-olds can't talk yet. Yeah. His mum... Right, well, his mum, Kerry James, appeared on ITVs this morning where she said she believes that a vitamin A injection uh, could have saved his sight. Oh, you're a health expert now, are you? You're a doctor, are you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kerry insisted that she's not a bad mum and, ex- and explained that Harvey, who has ADHD, uh, would be sick and would sweat, cry and scream if he was offered any other food. Uh, she said, I've done everything. 
I know people say it's probably because I'm a bad mum and I'm uh, and neglected him. I don't listen to any of that. Yeah, probably it's should. Not, it's not yeah. her fault she lacked oats crisps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I fought for Harvey from the age of two and continued fighting uh, until he, and I'll continue fighting until he has that healthy balance of life. Fight harder. You've done clearly nothing. He's still only eating crisps and chocolate. Right. He's blind. At the end of the day, he's our priority. And I couldn't have done any more. Jeez. I mean, it looks like maybe she's tried to eat all the crisps <laughs> and the chocolate. Save yourself. Yeah. <laughs> she told Holly, Holly Willoughby and Philip Schofield that she took Harvey to see a paediatrician when he was younger, but she couldn't get him to take the medication. And Maddox told her it was his responsibility to eat more varied and healthy diet. A two-year-old's responsibility. Listen, you're two now. It's time yeah, to tidy your room. Come on, take a bit more responsibility. You know, it's time to bear your cross. Um, he said on his program, uh, she said on the program, back in December, when we were told that it was down to nutrition, uh, we think we could have done a blood test and then realised that vitamin A was so low, they couldn't have given him a vitamin A injection. And then he could see a lot more out of his right eye. We could have saved a lot of that's a good replacement for nutrition, isn't it? Just injections, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Get some some soylent, some soylent grain. Well, God bless them, you know. Just mm. keep living their best life, you know. She, oh, grim. Guys, it's the end of the show. Because oh. We can get out of the sweat box. Yeah. <laughs> We've oh, done brilliant. it. See. Hey, cheers for coming down and storm at storming the station, guys. We made it, you guys. It's been a god. It's been a goddamned pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll uh, we'll have another birthday next year. How yeah. about that? That's yeah. Usually how they work. Yeah, I think so. I guess. I mean, I I don't know a lot about anything, but um. Yeah. Unless we feed you a crisp, you go blind and die. Yeah, that seems perfectly reasonable. <laughs> Guys, thank you to everyone who has watched, listened, enjoyed, commented, posted hatred, uh, posted triggering memes, who has posted humorous videos, who have bullied me incessantly in the chat every day. How is the twit tit sweat over there? Significant, yeah. Tit sweat is appalling at the moment. Yeah, there's a smell well, coming it's like, from. It's going to be like a, a water slide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> should bottle it, sell it. Yeah, holy tit sweat water. Yeah, so the elixir of the gods. It cures alcoholism. <laughs> it cures everything. <laughs> Not my tit sweat. Oh god, that starts it. Unbelievable. Thank you to everyone who's been on the Patreon. Thank you, everyone, on the VIP list. Greg Crawford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Therese Moss, and Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R. Oh, Mike Kosinski, Mike Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Colin Murphy, Sam Howe, Tony J, Tony, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Billard, Jerome Thunderbuck, Mike Pye, Lily Ansar, Richard Pranks, Thomas Hall, Joe Ryder, John Vinson, BDR, Craig Pierce, Josh Williams, Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dave Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Nick Brock, John Simpson, Robin Cardi, Dana, Sarah Hunt, Hitch, Marcel, Tech Willow, Bevo, go down tweed, Lupe Salazar, Big Watch. My hell, Mike, Danny, Nick, Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper. Unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudia Lashmi, Benny Stremrush, Jay Timid, John Forsyth, Anderson, Pierce, and Golla, MC Hammer, Daddy, your mum, and Leonardo Gervais. Guys, cheers for coming in. Bunch of ledgers. Also, a big thank you for Will for hosting this shit. Woo! Cheers, guys. Fucking cheers. pleasure. Right. And Wes. Yeah, thanks, Wesley. You've kept me sane through all of this madness. And one day, maybe you'll grow up to be a lab Bible journalist. <laughs> You never know. You never know. He's got the fingers for it. Certainly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Woods. Brilliant stuff. Guys, I love you all. 
Uh, thank you, everyone in the chat. Thank you to everyone who's donated today. You are all heroic. Uh, tune in for Parallaxed now for another hour at least of good shoe-throwing action. Nice. Right. Love you all. Goodbye. Woo! Woo!